Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi everyone, it's Eileen. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. Today's guest is Angela Simpson, the blogger behind the Gratitude Project. So I'm super excited to have her here. Let me just read her bio. Ange is a multi-passionate integrative nutrition health coach, writer, speaker, and creator of 30 Days of Self-Love, the ebook. She also has a recipe book called Treat Your Taste Buds, and she's also the founder and force behind the Gratitude Transformation online program. So Ange has personally coached hundreds of women and virtually supported thousands through their quest to a happier and healthier life. So hi, Ange. So great to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute honor. Yeah. First of all, congrats on your new baby girl, Harper. <laughs> She's beautiful. And yeah, I just, I love your family. It's so cute. They are the best. I'm just, I'm on cloud nine. I feel very blessed at the moment. She's just, a little dream, a tiny little dream. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's start with your story behind how you started the Gratitude Project. So where did that really come from? Well, do you know what? It was when I had had my first little girl, Bo, and I was in the car. I was on my way to the chiropractor because she actually had a, a problem with her neck. She couldn't turn her head left. And I remember I was driving along in the car and she hated being in the car she was screaming crying I was freaking out and I had this sort of moment of clarity where I went okay this is really bad but this is like life this is motherhood there are things that are going to happen and I have to figure out a way to deal with it and be happy I had I had sort of been stressed out you know I had a newborn it was just life was kind of getting a little bit difficult compared to what I was used to and and I pulled over to the side of the road to sort of calm her down and feed her. And, and I said to myself, okay, in this moment, how do I, how do I come back? How do I come back from stress and anxiety? And how do I come back to a place of like joy and calm and happiness? And one word popped into my head and it was gratitude. And I sat there and I thought about how lucky I was to have my baby and like even like how lucky I was to be able to feed her and how lucky I was to have a car and all of these things popped into my head as I was sitting in the back calming her down and I put her back and got back in the front and started driving off again and it was sort of like this this real moment of I need to use this like so many people are living in this place of stress and not realizing how blessed they are in their life and how lucky they are because everything else is getting in the way and and so I said to myself oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna start up you know a little blog just mostly for me and friends and family just to remember what I am grateful for and I called it the gratitude project because it was my it was my gratitude project it was like all right I'm gonna focus on what I'm grateful for and and it just built from there I was super interested in nutrition my whole you know sort of my whole 20s and my husband said to me when we had Bo you know you should study like why why don't you do something do some online study like you've got more time now that you're not working and so I studied at 
the Institute for Integrative Nutrition to become a health coach and it all just started to connect from there and the thing was it wasn't easy but it it, it flowed quite naturally for me to create this site and to create my coaching practice and all everything that came from it I think because it came from a real authentic place of wanting to help people it just it happened with ease I suppose is the right way to say it yeah So in the beginning, it was just kind of a personal project just to record your gratitudes. And then you got into health and now it's health coaching is like a huge part of it now, right? A huge part. Yeah, because I sort of I realized, you know, when you're in a place of gratitude, it's it's really hard to live in the toxic way that you used to. Like I used to have a big addiction to chocolate and sugar and all the (laughs) delicious. (laughs) Yeah, like everyone. And I remember... I just got to a place where I was so into my gratitude practice and so like thinking about it in every moment and I would go into the cupboard and see like cookies or a piece of cake and you know because it was always on my mind I would be like okay well I have so much gratitude for this body how could I be feeding it something that's kind of not really fueling it in the way that it needs to and then you know I have gratitude for the energy I have when I eat whole foods and you know really clean things so it it all intertwined into that and I realized that by doing my coaching and by speaking to clients about connecting the two and how a healthy mind does encourage a healthy body and healthy habits it it really was a bit of a no-brainer to put them together because I had also sort of gone through the whole you know I'm going to go on a diet and I'm never you know this was prior to having my children you know I'm going to eat super healthy and I would always go on diets and then I would come off them and you know I would be on a diet for a week and off it for months and I would keep going back to I'm going to eat heaps of kale and I'm going to drink smoothies and juices and I'm going to be really healthy. But I think the thing that was missing, the crucial part that I wasn't focusing on was the mindset and the mental aspect of being healthy and eating healthy. And I want, I want, and I I wanted to teach people the connection with that because sometimes just eating well and exercising isn't enough. Sometimes you actually need to focus on what's going on in the mind so that it can really connect and become long-term. Yeah, I actually think that's a great idea and I've never thought of it in that way. Like if I'm grateful for my body, then I shouldn't, I I wouldn't want to put anything toxic in my body, right? Exactly. Because I I experienced this too. Like I go in phases of being healthy and being not healthy. And the strange thing is like, you know, I don't know if you experienced this, but like when I eat very healthy for like a few days sometimes I just want to like eat something very unhealthy on purpose just to like balance it out do you you know where that comes from (laughs) you know what I mean right it's like how do you stay strong and how do you make it into like a solid lifestyle do you know what it's it can be so many things like especially with sugar addiction I think there are so many issues that people don't address like it could either be a habit of you know like when you're young and you do well at school and your parents take you out for ice cream or on the flip side like you fall over and hurt yourself so your parents take you out for ice cream like it can be a habit where you've just learned that hey if I'm doing really well I should treat myself with food and hey if something really bad has happened I should treat myself with food or like it can be, I always say to people, you've got to remember halt. Whenever you're going to eat something, 
a bit unhealthy or a little bit maybe on the naughty list, you say halt (laughs) and it's H-A-L-T. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Or am I tired? If you're hungry, yeah, eat something nourishing. If you're angry, lonely, or tired, like address those issues first. Because if you're eating to sort of fill the loneliness or because you're angry and you want to take your mind off it or because you're tired, which is what a lot of people do. A lot of people rush to sugar when they're tired when they really just need to go and have a nap, you know? So it's like one of those things where it could be, yeah, it could be habit. It could be masking emotions. You know, it can be like a physical problem. Like, you know, it could be an overgrowth of yeast. It could be like candida in the gut. It can be so many different things. It's figuring out for you what it is that keeps bringing you back to these foods. And again, like I personally, I used to bake a lot, especially when my husband and I, when I was 17 and we first moved in together, I used to bake all the time because I love baking. So for me, being in the kitchen is a real meditation. And I find still, you know, I watch cooking shows and I go, oh my God, I just want to go into the kitchen and bake a cake. And for me, there's something about sifting flour and whisking eggs and butter together that really makes me feel good. So I still do that. I, when I really want to do it, I will still go and make a cake, you know, given I use whole flour, I don't use sugar. I use, you know, something like a substitute, like maple syrup or, or xylitol. And, you know, I, I use all organic ingredients, but I acknowledge that for me, that's a part of growing up, so to speak. Like I used to make cakes and that would make me feel really good. And I loved sharing them with people. So I still do it, but I do it in a healthier way now. And I've acknowledged that that's something that I enjoy, you know, and I think if you try and take the joy out of your life and if if it is something that you really love, like if you love going out to dinner with your partner and sharing a decadent dessert, then that's great. But it's when you're sort of going to the fridge and just scoffing down a packet of, you know, a packet of chocolate or cookies or something without enjoying it, that's when I think it's toxic. It's, It's doing it with mindfulness and joy that makes it worth it right always be mindful are you like emotional eating or are you eating to fuel your body you should be eating just to nourish yourself right exactly exactly and then on the odd occasion do something because it brings you joy like I said baking or, or, or the treat with your partner or do it if it brings you joy but I think it's checking in with yourself and going why am I doing this what is this bringing me? All right, before we go on, I have to tell you about our sponsor, FreshBooks. So if you're a freelancer or small business owner, FreshBooks is an easy accounting software that's the simplest way to be more organized and productive with your day-to-day paperwork. So with FreshBooks, you can send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments to get paid up to four days faster, and more. Even if you're not a freelancer, you can still use FreshBooks to keep track of your expenses. So my favorite part is that you can take a photo of your receipts with your phone and upload it straight to the FreshBooks app as an expense. So it's super fast, super easy. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. So if you want to claim that, just go to freshbooks.com lifestyle and enter the Lavender lifestyle in their how did you hear about us section. So that's freshbooks.com lifestyle. All right, back to the interview. 
So I want to ask, what advice do you have for people who want to shift their health habits? So if someone is, for example, has a lazy diet or really lazy about exercise, where do you even start on the road to health? Oh my god! Okay, so always, and this is like my mantra with life: start where you are. Because what I see okay. is a lot of people go, okay, I need to be healthy, so I'm going to start juicing kale, and I'm going to start only eating salads. And it's like, if you are lazy, like if you can't cook, then you don't want to put the expectation on yourself that you have to go and start like doing meal prep and cooking, yeah, like three meals a day when you don't cook. Like if you want to be a little bit healthier and you eat. You know, mostly packaged foods. Then go. Okay, what is the healthiest option? Instead of saying, okay, I have to be this other person's view of healthy. Go. What is healthy to me? So, I would say to someone who eats, you know, frozen meals, see if there is like an organic range that you can buy. If you can go to like a whole food store and still find pre-prepared meals, but a healthier version, maybe organic or even gluten-free. Start exactly where you are, because if you try and start where someone else is or where you want. To be eventually, you're most likely going to fail, and then you're just going to go,、yeah. okay, I'm going to go back to easy. So you kind of want to keep <laughs> it easy, if that makes sense. You know, like if you. Like to cook chips for yourself, change it to sweet potato chips or something. You know? Yeah, that makes total sense. Cause I think it can be really overwhelming to see all these healthy food Instagram accounts and everyone's、mm. like prepping, you know, beautiful healthy vegan food, and it's it's a lot of work. So yeah, start where you are, make it as easy as possible for yourself. Exactly. Like just the small changes, cause it's about progress, not perfection. Like I still think about my diet and I go, wow, maybe there's more that I want to change. You know, maybe I want to be doing something. Better, but I'm not going to put the pressure on myself to be、yeah. somewhere that I'm not. I'm just going to be better than I was yesterday every time. You know? Yeah. Okay. So something else that you say on your blog that I really like is health is not just the food that goes in your mouth. It's it's so、yeah. much more, right? So what else do you believe is like an essential for living a healthy and happy life? My favorite is your relationships.、Mm. I think the relationships in your life are so. Important to your health. Like I think, if someone is eating a really clean diet, but they're going home to say like an emotionally abusive partner, or they're going to work and their boss isn't appreciating them, or they're being yelled at, it's very detrimental to your health. I mean, at the end of the day, I believe that stress causes disease in the body,、oh, yeah. and whether that's like physical stress or emotional stress. That's where disease comes from, and I think that if you have relationships that are toxic in your life, no matter how much healthy food you eat, no matter how much you go to the gym, you still have to deal with those toxic relationships on a physical or metaphysical level. So,、mm-hmm. you know, I think that it's like looking at your relationships. Next up is looking at the work you do. Like、mm-hmm. a lot of people spend, you know, a third of their life. Doing work that they just absolutely hate, or in an environment that they really hate, and I think it's not about quitting your job or being like, "All right, I'm going to go and you know try become an actress in LA because that's my dream." But it's about thinking to yourself, like, "How do I make my situation better now? Like, do I need better communication with my workmates? Do I need to approach my boss about maybe changing my role so I can be doing something I'm slightly more passionate about, or something I feel that I'm slightly you know better at doing? Or do I need to be working with people more?" 
do I need to be working with people less? You know, relationships, career, and then spirituality, which, you know, to me, like my spirituality is gratitude and mindfulness. That's where Mm. I really put a lot of focus. For some people, it's God. For some people, it's Buddha. But having some sort of belief system that is bigger than you, I think is really important because on the grand scale of things, we're just like this tiny speck of dust, you know, like we're so small and knowing that there's something bigger out there and having you know a belief system like that like they say you know people in hospital who pray or who have a a belief in god they suffer less pain they tend to live longer you know people with terminal illness feel less pain if they have some Mm. form of belief and i think that that's important as well having that bigger belief than yourself so that when you are in a situation where you feel a little bit out of control you can have faith that there is something else that sort of has your back so to speak yeah so to recap it you have to be healthy not just with your food but with your relationships your career and spirituality whatever that looks like to you yeah yeah and then the way you move your body as well is super important like I think Mm -hmm. you know having some connection with nature or some connection with your body and and the way you move that's also really important because our bodies were designed to move and I think that you know again like if you have everything else covered but you spend every single day sitting on a couch watching tv you're probably not going to feel great yeah true (laughs) what would you recommend is like one action that our listeners can take today to move towards this healthier and happier life in the spirit of my website and what I do I would say forming some sort of gratitude practice whether it's Mm -hmm. journaling or or writing it down or or, you know maybe having someone that you call every day and share what you're grateful for with each other just at some point in the day every single day whether it's in the morning when you wake up just repeating the words thank you you know over and over again or you know however that looks for you just having some way that you remind yourself of the good in your life each day because I think we do tend to focus on the bad things that happen you know like if you get yelled at or someone cuts you off you think about it for a little bit longer than you think about you know the smaller things that we're grateful for so just taking the time in each day to sort of steer your mind towards gratitude is definitely my number one tip personally just to being healthier happier focusing on the good do you still journal your gratitude every morning or like what does it look like to you mine changes daily in our house our family we we're very focused on gratitude all the time as it is some nights at the moment with a newborn it's a little bit harder but some nights if I do yeah. get the time and the space I, I do sit with my journal and I write down what I'm grateful for I write down you know my challenges for the day because I think it's important to look at my challenges and work out how they're helping me to improve or how they're benefiting me in some way before we eat dinner we we all sit around the table and you know in some houses they pray we sort of put our hands over our plate and think about where our food came from, you know, like the people who grew our vegetables, you know, Mm. if we're eating meat, the animal that sacrificed its life for us, you know, all the people who were involved in our food and we take a moment to think about that and how lucky we are that this food was cooked for us and before we eat. And I'm also a big advocate of telling people in your life what you're grateful for with them because I think that's Mm. something we don't do enough as well. You know, if if a friend has done something for you or, or even someone you don't know has done something really kind, just making sure you tell them that it means something to you and that it's noticed. Yeah, that's something that we forget to do or sometimes it feels awkward to but 
I think it's important to to show our feelings more, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Express it and let people know. I think people, there's nothing nicer than hearing that what you've done for someone has made an impact in their life. Oh, yeah, exactly. All right. So lastly, where can our listeners find you online? Lots of places, but mostly <laughs> at my website, which is The Gratitude Project, which you can just Google and it'll come straight up. Um, and I love Instagram. Instagram's sort of like my online social media home. Yeah, your Instagram is beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm so visual. So places yeah. like, you know, places like that just really float my boat to be able to scroll through and see beautiful pictures and images. Um, and my, my handle there is just gratitude underscore project. And then on Facebook where I, you know, share articles and things like that, which is just facebook.com slash all about the gratitude one word. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge and wisdom on health and gratitude. I'm sure everyone loved it. You are more than welcome. It was so, so nice to speak with you. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps me so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artists of life. All right. Love you all. Bye. Bye.